PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. PK came clean, true confessions, about cheating Gordon Monson and both of your spouses in air hockey at the company Christmas party. You didn't pay, the bar didn't go up, there's no way they could score a goal, they thought you were awesome, and the truth is, you had a little bonus help there. Although I don't think any would have gotten through, but yeah, I had a little, my own little form of uh, electronic steroids. I uh, had an edgy, borderline dirty play in a uh, family pickup basketball game. Almost started a fight three o'clock on Thanksgiving, right before all the relatives came over to the house. Other people are now coming in social media, and as they see this question uh, over the course of the last twenty-four hours, and it's still going on, so it may go on in tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, people keep uh, confessing their stories. I think you're going to like this one, PK. Eighties Little League Baseball in Brigham, up to the plate with a chance for the playoffs. If we win, tie game, bottom of the seventh, bases loaded, strike three. But wait, coach asked if the ball hit me. I say yes. The ump allows me to take first. The winning one run walks home, and the ball didn't hit me. Sorry, sports gods. Just <laughs> flat out lie. How old were you? Uh, little league and playoffs. So I assume he's going to be fifth or sixth grader. What do you mean the coach asked you? That's an umpire decision, not the coach. Well, they talked the ump into it. Especially because when you got 11 and 12 year olds playing, you maybe got a 15 or 16 year old umpire. In a playoff? To get into the playoffs. Oh. But yeah, still, if it's somebody's dad or whatever, it's still, you know, you got him. Uh, Dan says. Close enough, though. Right. Dan says, I would kidney punch or elbow the guy boxing me out for a rebound. Rebounds were a lot easier to get about five minutes into the game. That's just jostling underneath the basket. <laughs> jostling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all that is. Um, Matt says, I finished my race in the cross-country competition. I celebrated with a chili dog. One of my teammates was unable to compete in the relay about 20 minutes later, and I was asked to step in. I raced slowly, belly gurgling, then sprinted from the finish line to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a confession. It's a confession. It's not what we were looking for, but... It's not crossing the line. Yeah. Uh, I totally flopped during a JV basketball game. Carla sends this in. I totally flopped during a JV basketball game to draw a foul against an opponent that caused her to foul out of the game. My performance was Oscar-worthy. <laughs> so, that was a female flop? Uh-huh. Uh, Mary, in high school basketball, we got a lot of women who are cheaters. No, they're competitors. They're competitors, not cheaters. Mary, in high school basketball, I held the bottom of a girl's ponytail when she jumped for a rebound. <laughs> she was a little snot that kept getting past the guard. <laughs> I didn't drop her, but it was really funny, and I didn't get caught. <laughs> and that is Mary Nichols. <laughs> All fair. That's <laughs> Mary Nichols in high school basketball. If you don't get caught, it's not a foul. A foul's a foul only if it's called. Uh, Tony says, I got fouled hard in a high school game. The next time on defense, I slapped at the ball, and the guy's hand hard enough that it broke his finger. Ooh. And, Ooh I, and it was because I was bitter about the rough foul that he did to me. Hey. You, that's what I want Mitchell to do, man. Be tough. 
Hey, well, seriously, before we get back, because we got a really good story coming up, but uh, I thought that was actually a really good point by Tim. Could he be Joe Ingles? You can still have that fun side of your personality, be who you are, but on the court, we all know Joe's got an edge. He's talking to refs. He's taunting opposing players. I mean, it's it's a little bit of a cliche. When I cross those lines, but with Joe, it's literally true. Yeah, I don't want him to be Joe, though. See, I don't think that's true to his nature. I don't. Joe yaps. Mm-hmm. Sometimes for me, he yaps too much. So you want more do the killer? Like on this possession, I'm getting a bucket, and there is zero you can do about it. Yeah. Cold blood. And if that means I got to yell at my guys to give me the ball and get the freak out of the way, so be it. See, when I see him crossing guys back over and using that Rudy screen the second time and then hitting a three straight away, I think he's getting that cold blooded thing. And it's Good. a process Good. and it takes forever. And he's got it one night and he doesn't have it another. But he's got it more now than he did two years ago. And I assume he'll have it more two years from now than he does now. Who was quote unquote the best bad dude out on the floor the best bad you mean be, so the best just an sob out on the court all time or active are we talking all it time. sounds like you have somebody yeah, in, yeah. in i do mind. have people in mind yeah. several. i already gave it jordan well, i can up at one well because i was going to go to jordan i mean jordan was i can up him a better player i don't know if he's a better kobe. player yeah kobe and kobe yeah I'm not saying he's a better player. I'm just talking about just Cold a blood. jerk. Yeah. And w- we talk about cheating in sports. There was that game. What year was Kobe in? I don't know what year he was in, but the Jazz had Devin Brown, and it was played here. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, it had to be about oh four, oh five, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. And right, oh six, maybe. Did he make it? Uh, he got fouled. That wasn't a, it was, as a fan of foul. Critical foul. The fans hated it. Yeah. And the replay showed it wasn't touched, and in the locker room, Kobe's, oh, he fell the hell out of me. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. 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 He took no prisoners at any point. He was willing to battle with Shaq for Shaq being a goofball because Shaq left titles out on the floor. Lack of conditioning. Right. Yep. Shaq was- He won four titles. All sorts of good dude. He, He won four titles. But yeah. it, I absolutely believe it could have been five, six, or seven. Yeah. Without question. But he really didn't want it. No. Nope. He carried too much weight around. His body broke down because of right. it. Yeah. And this guy over here, he wanted it. He settled for nothing. And if you got in his way, friend or foe, he yeah. was calling you we're, out. We're, we're all really fortunate that Kobe and Shaq didn't figure all of that out as they pointed at each other's flaws but never really solved them Why or solved fortunate? their own. Because we would have had to put up with seven or eight Laker titles. They could have just so been an all-time all-time. isn't it enough? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I just don't think people around here like watching Lakers win the title. So you, what you prefer the San Spurs Antonio, win. right, exactly. Come on, what difference? Actually, in a way, they We were not fortunate. Do. Yes. No, I'd rather see the best win and Shaq didn't give his all. Kobe gave his all. I want Mitchell to have more of a, of a Kobe attitude. Doug, true confessions. I went snowboarding after I had not been snowboarding in quite a few years, and I'd gained 50 pounds. I went in some powder, out of bounds, and I spent a couple hours struggling to get down the mountain. I met back up with the folks I went with, and I just went with the old, ah, I didn't wait for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) And didn't want to say I was out of bounds with the deep powder and I couldn't move for a couple hours. Falling and can't get up. That's like me lying to my father. When I had the game he couldn't go to, I went one for four, a couple of hard hits and a strikeout, and I struck out three out of the four times. 
All right, if you got your true confessions, they're funny. Keep sending them our way. DJ and PK, everything you missed in this show. Everything you missed in this show is coming up next. We will get you all up to speed with uh, everything we talked about with the, uh, the Jazz winning and the college basketball. This is it, PK. Third and final year of the contract. There won't be another one. Shutting her down. So we'll get to all of that coming up. DJ PK, and we're joined by Andrew Reinhardt in studio from Wasatch Medical Clinic with a solution for your ED issues. We do. Um, guys struggling with erectile dysfunction, I think you'll want to listen to this. Um, ED can wreak havoc on a relationship uh, for you, for your partner. Um, this treatment has worked when so many other things have failed. Acoustic wave therapy. The reason I think it's working so well is it opens up the blood vessels. So it's treating the root cause of the problem. Um, Urology Time Magazine just did a study and said this is the future of ED therapy. Cambridge has done a study. We utilize an FDA cleared device. So the studies are there. This can fix your erectile dysfunction. And typically in just two to three weeks, think about that. Two to three weeks of treatments, we can restore normal function, the best part, no pills and no side effects. You know, our listeners hear you talking, and they've heard you because you've been on different shows, you know, for uh, for a while now. Yeah. And then they watch games and they see the ads. Yeah. And so I think for most people who don't have any medical background and, and wonder, you know, what is different? Why do you not have the side effects that every ad ends with a list of, you know, yeah. 20 seconds worth of this can happen? So what's the difference? The big difference with a pill is that it may increase blood flow temporarily, but it's your whole body. So you take the pill and you deal with the headaches, the bloodshot eyes, uh, the blurred vision. Um, It doesn't work for a lot of guys in the first place, but our treatment is a more targeted approach. So it increases blood flow in the part of the body where you want it the most, not your, you know, not your eyes. Um, So there's no side effects. I've never heard of a negative side effect at all. Um, We're not messing with your hormones. We're not messing with any other part of the body. It's the root cause of of the problem. It's not a Band-Aid, or a symptom reliever. 801-901-8000. That's the phone number to call for Wasatch Medical Clinic. 801-901-8000. The people who call now get a deal. They do. Uh, If you're struggling with ED, sick of the pills, call us now. We'll do the initial assessment exam, blood flow ultrasound. It's it's a very good analysis of you by the medical doctor. It's totally free if you call us. Um, No obligation, guys. So don't be embarrassed or hesitant. ED gets worse before it gets better, I hate to say, and it's much easier to fix it now than down the road when it's zero. 801-901-8000. That's the phone number to call. DJ and PK. Andrew, thanks a lot. Thank you. For many of our listeners, the daily grind begins at 6 a.m. sharp. Wake up. But for some of our uh, slightly less ambitious listeners, Uh, this segment is for you. These are your 9 o'clock where the heck have you been slacker headlines. Wake up. With DJ and PK on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Fans on all you can eat ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream starting as low as $37 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone. All you can eat tickets now. All right, time to get you up to speed on all the stuff we have talked about today. 
It's all over for college basketball. Well, after Saturday. The Beehive Classic. Say goodbye. I assume that Utah State occasionally and BYU often will still move games to the uh, Vivint Smart Home Arena. I think it works for them over the holidays. But as far as the uh, doubleheader, Utah-Weber State, BYU-Utah State, they're going to play uh, Saturday at 2, the Utes and the Wildcats, Pac-12 Network. Aggies and Cougars, 6 o'clock on BYU TV. And then that'll be it, PK. They're not filling seats and create, creating the uh, special event they hoped for. Well, you have the situation where BYU and Utah were in the same conference and played in November, and that went away. And then the Beehive, Beehive Classic follows shortly thereafter. One tradition after another. I know. Even if it's a three-year tradition. <laughs> They're just dropping, man. Look of all the great traditions that we don't have anymore. What are they? Those two and the Jazz pre-Christmas road trip? There you go. That's Dude. one. Yeah. I think actually it's back this year, but it's not it's a, not an annual deal every year anymore. They used to always play Is on that the an Friday. Annual deal every year? Yeah, it was an annual deal every year. It's like a Grand Slam home run. See, if it's a Grand Slam, it has to be home run. If it's annual, it has to be every year. Great traditions that have gone by the wayside. Jazz always just play on the Friday after Thanksgiving. We home. used to do the food bank thing on Thanksgiving morning, the 5K. You didn't run this year? No. Too cold? Bad knee? Just not in the mood. She said, do you want to do it? I said, no. Yeah. There it is. So that was a tradition we did for several years. That's gone. Fortunately, we still have the the annual tradition every year, which you win the city's what's call it uh, player of the year. We're doing the ones that go away, not the ones that continue. Right, I know, but I'm saying since well, we lost a bunch, it, at least we have savor that. it now. Inevitably, it will end. You better savor it. Uh, now, you are going to die. I know. I realize that. Uh, or I might just lose. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Uh, we had Tim Lacombe on earlier. He was talking about stupid stuff we could do if he was on the show more often. It'd be stuff like this. So implying that you would lose, that Im- saying you would lose, that implies that it's actual an ac- a competition. There's a vote as I understand it. <laughs> Granted, I'm taking that at face value. I have not, uh, have not dug into that in depth. What are you, like a 13-year winner? I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. Jeez, you're something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's just Buck, freaking dominated Buck's, this Buck's award. Never yeah. up, Buck's never up to hear yeah. this stuff. He just, <laughs> this is old than everybody else. Buck's oh, like, Oh, you haven't heard? Oh, stop. You haven't heard? We got a jazz well, game to talk this about. Is, we've been talking beating it in the ground for four this freaking like hours. Is handed him the trophy last year? Yes, yes, exactly that, yes. Where <laughs> is that That trophy? trophy finally went away. It was in this room forever. Oh, is it down there on your side now? I, I think it, yeah. Did you know Buck? That Mr. Sniggledorf, he's the go-to guy for all things sports. Since moving from California, or the California native has earned a well-deserved reputation as the authoritative source of sports news. He's the authoritative sports. He can read the wire, read the internet, read the teleprompter, and tell you what happened. Of course, you can look at your phone and, and know within two well, seconds anyway. I might lose to a phone one day. That's He's a good the, point. The authoritative source of sports news. Right there. That's who he is. Do you get a little footnote in the... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, hell no. No. <laughs> hell to the no. And, 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 <laughs> and in addition to his two sport, 
talking sports weekend shows, fans can hear his insights and a morning drive show on 1280 The Zone. Oh, did we mention that he was named 1996 Utah Sportscaster of the Year? Oh, well, to hell, let's mention that. Did we know that he just helps old ladies across the street? Did we know he picks up trash on the freeways? Did we know that he donates most of his salary to homeless people? And then one time I said, man, I don't make enough money. And he said, well, that's on you, buddy. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, the homeless, (laughs) because he can't get an award with me, but for the homeless, he can get an award and get recognition. I mean, come on. Come on. This is what I put up with. You believe that, Buck? I can't. What a load of crap. This is an entertaining two minutes that I sat on the board. (laughs) You set it off. I, I I was willing to bury it, but you brought it up. Bury me, bury it. Whatever. That's a tradition that can't go away. You winning five awards a year for what? Hell if I know, but you win them. I told my wife, when's the last time he broke a story? <laughs> I said, I don't know. But his success, we benefit financially. So I don't think you get that stuff for breaking stories. People don't even notice who breaks stories. They don't. I don't think that resonates at all. The, the, the public doesn't, but the people in the business do. People in the business, and it's, some people it's inside voted the business by people too. on the business. If you're in the business and you don't know who's breaking stories, then you're not worthy to be in the business. <laughs> and I think you would start running through people. You would say there are people who aren't worthy of being in the business. But they ain't voting, so who cares? Well, this is voted on by readers. Oh, this is nonsense. I right, but it's voted on by readers. It's not voted on by people in the business. Right, but I'm not talking about this garbage. I'm talking about Sportscaster of the Year, which he's a nominee he is a nominee. There's three. Jalen Hurts, Barrels, and David James. They're going to New York. I think you're on the flight today or tomorrow. That's a, right? uh, that's a different deal. Oh. That's a different deal. You're, you're confused. They're all the same. Here. I can't keep track of all of them. That part I believe. I believe you can't keep track of them. It's actually a lie. I know you can keep track of them. You just choose not to for the sake of comedy. He's an award. He won a major award. Major. Someone just dropped that line on me the other day. And I started laughing. I did. I'm like, see, so you're a Christmas story fan. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Who isn't? If you're not a Christmas story fan, you're a fool. A major award. And it's then a she, major immediately, award. And she immediately segged into Fragile. <laughs> well, and he was out on the street. Hey, did you know he wants to this is a major award? <laughs> and little Ralphie's moving his hand up. Whew. That's dangerous. While we've been doing this, Chris Kimrani has been tweeting out that Kyle Whittingham told reporters in San Antonio this morning that no Utes have informed him they are sitting out the Alamo Bowl. Because they're Utes, they don't do that. No one's indicated that to me, comma, so far. That's not to say it couldn't happen, but to my knowledge, as we sit here right now, nobody's indicated that to me. Because they're Utes. Utes don't quit on them. Sun Devils quit. Utes don't quit. Eno Benjamin. He's out. Yeah. Not even going to play in the bowl game. That was, we actually talked about that a year ago. This is the most predictable thing. You were talking about how the, they're just a little bit out of cycle. Like the, the line will be better and Benjamin will be better, but they'll have a new quarterback. But Benjamin's really good, so he's going to go to the pros in a year. And so when they could be really good as senior year, he won't be there. You were laying it all out. Mm-hmm. And it all comes true. Although they're all 
pumped up on some running back from Ohio who apparently over uh, bypassed Ohio State. So is he coming in as a true freshman or is he already in the program for a year? No, he's Buried behind Benjamin. He's not in the program right now. Okay, he will be a true freshman next year. Oh, yeah, they had two running backs transfer out because they knew they weren't going to play. This guy's coming in. I'm not going to be the guy. I'm out of here. Right. Go yeah. find playing time somewhere else. Right. Yeah, so they've had two who've left the program. I, right now they don't have any behind <laughs> It's empty? It's just, well, any quality. Yeah. Yeah, they just, they've got some fillers. I mean, look at the stats. You can see it for yourself. It bears it out. But Utes don't sit out, man. They're going to get this Alamo Bowl win. Get that 12th win, baby. Yeah, I'd like to see them get it. They've had a they've had a really good season, so ended on a little bit of a high note, even if it's somewhat artificial and you're playing another 7 and 5 team. Uh, so what? Make you feel you feel good about yourselves, you celebrate on the field and do your press conferences and then that'll be it. Other things we have talked about. The Jazz looked good against Minnesota. Got the win against Minnesota. Was it just shots went in? Was it just Minnesota's a mediocre team in a really bad stretch right now? I don't think Minnesota will end up being a really bad team when it's all said and done. It's not like they're going to be 20 and 62. But I don't think they, so, no. No, I don't think they're, they're a mediocre team, but they're in a bad stretch. So they're 3 and 10 now in their last Jazz are in a bad stretch. Loss. Bad stretches watch each other out. Jazz are now three and six in their last nine. Right. And two of the wins are over Memphis. Memphis is the uh, seven and five Pac 12 team. <laughs> we got a problem. Bring Memphis over here. Yeah. I'll help fix the problem. Well, they beat Phoenix last night. John Morant returned. Had a big time dunk. Yeah, I saw that. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. Going left, reaching back to the right. Mm-hmm. Bam! Yeah. LeBron had a triple-double. Harden went for 55. Earl Watson's out on Twitter, the former jazz man, former UCLA guy. Uh, is James Harden the greatest scorer in the history of the NBA? I'd probably go Abdul. Will. Oh, really? I was thinking Will. I mean, Harden's working on 38 points a game. I don't know if he can sustain that over a year. If he does, Wilt will be the only one with a higher average. And he will have had three seasons. Well, were we talking about the greatest score or the greatest highest average per season? Well, it depends on how much you want to give people credit for a longevity. I mean, Kareem played a long time and pushed that number way up there, and he was a great score. I mean, there's no way around that. If I needed one bucket, one bucket, one time, you give Kareem a skyhook and go get it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Money, because then if you fouled him, what was his percentage on the line? Uh, he was a good free throw shooter, right? And he was a good pressure free throw shooter. I mean, That's NBA what I'm finals and games, the biggest free throws. Yeah. So if that's just me. I mean, it's opinion. Yeah. But if I had Get one Mark. one bucket. Well, Mark Eaton loves Will Chamberlain. We've had him on the air before, and he's talked about that. And Will, he, I can hear Mark right now. Well, I'd get it to Will and let him dunk it. Yeah, but how much of that? And I don't know this. I'm just throwing this out there because I never really saw Wilt. Right. But how much was he just bigger? And now today's guys are bigger. But who's defending this guy? I don't care how tall you are. Nobody can defend the sky hook. That was the single most devastating weapon in the history of sports. He hit a sky record, a sky hook to break the record. Over Mark Eaton. A sky record. In Vegas, a sky record, yeah. And it wasn't uh, going across the middle, it was baseline. Correct. Turned baseline. Oh, yeah, I didn't see Wilt, but I certainly saw Abdul. <laughs> yeah. A million times over. That's in my wheelhouse. So I saw him. If I had one shot, and I had one possession, and I'd... And also, too, if I had one possession, 
I'd like it to. I'd like it to originate with Magic. <laughs> what are we gonna do? I don't know. Let Magic decide. Right, and if he decides whatever if he, decides, he decides, I'm going to go to the hoop and lay it in. That's good. If he decides he's going to go in the lane and shoot a baby skyhook to beat the Celtics in the Garden, that's good. And if he decides to give it to Kareem for a skyhook, that's good too. Yes, absolutely. How do I know what's good? I ask Magic. So I thought it was interesting that at least Harden's in that conversation. Earl Watson throwing that out there at 38 points a game. Jordan's high big year was 37. Yeah, but then that's misleading too because oh, yeah, yeah. that it, was when they weren't winning titles and the team wasn't as good. Well, and, but so they weren't Jordan, shooting threes. Yes, absolutely. He had 33 points last night off of threes. Oh, really? He made a lot. I thought he was 10 of 18. I thought he was 11, but he was whatever. But your point still 55 point game. He had more than half his points behind yeah. the three point line. So he's 10 of 18? I thought it was I 11, thought he was. but if he's 10 of 18. The point's okay. the same. So 30. That is unheard of. Yeah. So those guys... So a 55-point game would have been a 45-point game yeah, yeah. for the whole and I, Jerry I've West, I've always Will believed crew. stars are stars. And if they, the stars of the bygone, if they played today... Would figure it out. And the game required them to do that? Because we saw Jordan in that one game where he's shrugging because he's hitting all these threes. That was a finals game against Portland, right? Yes, in Portland. I thought it was in Chicago, but... Uh, oh, I thought it was in Portland. I thought he stuck it to him in Portland. I don't know. Now i got to look it up. I don't. Uh, it's the difference between you and me. But I do... My, my belief is, if Stockton played today, he'd have way fewer assists and way more points. It's all about winning. I mean, that's the great thing about Magic. If Magic wanted whatever, he could have gotten it, but it was about winning. And the great guys, the great, the all-time greats... They are about winning. Whatever it takes. Whatever that stat is required, whether it's a steal, a pass, uh, whatever it might be, they get it. Philosophical sports viewing question. Do you like to watch the best or do you like to watch competition? Both. Yes. Why are we choosing between the two? Because that's what the the best in the competition. Right. But that's not what we get tonight. What we get is the Ravens who look like the one seed in the AFC and a legit shot at a Super Bowl title. But they're playing the Jets, who are a disaster. So you get to see the Ravens, who are an excellent football team, whether they win it all or not, they're having a great year. And you get to see the Jets, who, yeah, well, you know, they're the Jets. Yeah, I can check out the Jets because they got Darnold and we watch them play. Yeah. Watch them play here in town. So that's enough. Gives you a little tie, and then you figure the Ravens are going to entertain you because they're really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Thursday night game. It's on 1280 The Zone tonight. I'm good enough with that game. Ravens will clinch the division at some point. That point could be tonight if they win the game. But really, their battle is to make sure they get the one seed. And the way things are going with the Patriots and the Chiefs and the Texans losing, it looks like they're a pretty solid bet to be the top seed. And the playoffs go through Baltimore. I think that's important. Home field in the NFL playoffs? I, I think it can be important, yes. Yeah. Not travel. I think it's more important to some teams than others. I think we're oh, watching sure. Green Bay and New Orleans battling for the, the two seed. If they're battling for the two and three seed, you realize they could meet the second week of the playoffs. And who's two and who's three determines not only who gets a bye, which I think that's important, but if New Orleans has to go play at Lambeau Field, that's one thing. If Green Bay mm-hmm. has to go play in the Superdome with that crowd, with the Saints mm-hmm. record, mm-hmm. I mean, when they get it going in there, they just – it really does seem like it's 12 on 11. I think pro football home field is the most important home field in any of sports. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I would argue NBA. I also would say I that wouldn't. the NFL home field was more important 20, 25 years ago than it is now. They built all these new stadiums, and they priced out a lot of the most passionate fans and kind of... Yeah, but... And, the, and, the, and the, it's also in that the playoffs, travel. they got plenty of passion. That's true. That is true. The, but the regular season win total has gone down. And also, you know, as everyone switched to charter, I don't think playing road games, the travel isn't as hard. You know, that's been... That, that has absolutely helped road teams. All right, DJ and PK, that's what we have been talking about this morning and it is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com Coming up your feedback, everything you think about today's show. Stay with us. As another show comes to an end, comes to an end it's time to hear from you. Is this live right now? From your calls, tweets, and open mics, this is the best feedback of the day. This is why we lost the game. Presented by Strong Audi on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's time for your feedback. All the stuff you have been saying about today's show. And it is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Devin, it was game one in Chicago, PK. Prior to game one, reporters asked Jordan why he doesn't shoot as many threes as Clyde Drexler. His response was to go off and shoot a bunch of threes. It was another <laughs> dark day in Portland Trailblazer history. Devin is the Oregon fan, so I trust him completely on Blazer memories. Game one? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I thought Yeah, it was... I would have said game two in Portland, and it was game one in Chicago, so what do I know? I thought it was... You nailed it. ...in Chicago, because I can remember, like, I think he was wearing white. Yeah. But those guys, those stars of yesteryear... They would be very good at three-point shooting because they would add it to their game. That's yep. what made them great is the work ethic, along with the talent, obviously. Right. And they would add it to their game just as yeah. the current players have added to their game. Go take 10,000 three-pointers. You'll be a much better three-point shooter. What's that? What is it? The 90-50-40 or something? Is that yeah. the Stockton yeah. would have been that. Yeah. 90% at the free throw line. Yeah. 50% from the floor. Yeah. 40% from the three. When you do that, yeah. you are the shooter's shooter. Other people who are good shooters will look at you and go, you're a really good shooter. 90-50-40, that's a stat line. He would have been that, don't you think? I believe it. I don't know if he was a 90% free throw shooter. I don't ever remember tracking that. If he was, that'd be the only hang-up. But you're right about getting to 40%. If that was what you got to do to win, then then he would have done it. Yeah. But in the era he played in, that wasn't what you had to do to win. Right. But if, if in uh, the 97 finals, I can remember, you know, you, you watch him play so many games, and... In the 97 finals, they won, I think it was game four at home, tied up 2-2. It was either game three or game four at home. They won them both. And he hit a shot that looked like it was from like six feet behind the three-point line. It was something like Steph Curry would do now. And it blew everybody's mind and the arena erupted. Well, it was what he had to do to win. So he did it. Yeah, because they would have shot, clearly they would have shot more because you would have been out being outscored 3-2. to two. And that right. was, they weren't going to tolerate work. that. Right. Uh, we had a lot of people weighing in on what they thought of the Jazz and the Timberwolves. Uh, Michael, the Jazz got worked by a mediocre team at home on Monday, so under the current circumstances, working Minnesota in Minnesota is a great win. 
I like the way he phrases it, under the current circumstances. Well, you know, we had on Tim McComb talking about these next 20 games, and he believes after the next 20 games we'll see that they've ironed out their deficiencies. And if that's the case, then it'll be, okay, they went through a little bit of a bad stretch, so be it. And they're really a lot better, and they work through whatever the issues they had, got Conley back, integrated him, blah, blah, blah. So when we get to what's 20 games, would that take us into January? Obviously, that would take us into January. Would it take us into February? Uh, when we get to that point... Yeah. 20 games from now would probably be mid to late January, okay. I guess. So then we'll look back and, and, and take take a note of where they're at yeah. then. And, and if they're in a good spot, then this was just a bad stretch. I think, And we can get more into this tomorrow. All of this has uh, a couple components. One is that the Jazz playing poorly, but the other is the Lakers playing so well and people just look at the stand and you see the Jazz eight games back. And not that anyone necessarily expected them to be the one seed, but you're in sixth place and you're eight games back. It's like, well, can you get to the top three? Can you stay within three or four games? Well, three games out of third. That's where they are right now. It's yeah. the Mavericks. And Locke was just going into how the Mavericks had had a fairly soft schedule. And their schedule, they're about to see a bunch of teams that are over 500. And they're going to play a bunch of road games. So That's why I don't might stress even out. about any of that stuff. Because it does even. The schedule yeah. evens out. <laughs> At the end, you're going to play 82, 41 and 41. All right, DJ and PK reminding you to check out the Ford Fan Zone on Level 6 at your next Jazz game. They're free pop shot games, cornhole, foosball tables, enjoy incredible city and mountain views while relaxing, enjoying food and drink, taking in the game, and socializing with friends. We are joined right now. We're socializing with a friend. Yes, we are, exactly. <laughs> Andrew Reinhardt is here to socialize and discuss the Wasatch Medical Clinic with you. If he says anything that interests you, the phone number is 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. So, surgery-free, drug-free, yeah. solution-free D. And, you know, PK's a big reader. Mm-hmm. PK reads a lot. Mm-hmm. And you were saying there was some stuff published recently in PK. Yeah. Urology Times. Urology Times. Yeah, that's one of the bigger journals. Now, how come when you say Urology Times, <laughs> we think there's Urology Times, but when he says it, we think he's making it up? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, I subscribe not just for the pictures, but for the articles. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the Urology Times did. So the message is about erectile dysfunction. This new treatment is what they wrote about, acoustic wave. Um, their, their exact quote was acoustic wave could change the future of ED therapy, taking it from medication to this, which is the more natural approach, um, causing blood vessels to grow in this part of the body. Cambridge has done a study, which was really cool, and showed above an 85% success rate. The FDA cleared the technology for increased blood flow in 2011, so it's all coming together. Uh, The bottom line, though, is if you have ED, you're sick of pills, you're sick of side effects, there is hope. You can do a few treatments at our clinic in Murray. I bet we've treated more men than anybody in the country um, and restore normal function with just a few weeks of treatments. Why do you say you bet you've treated more people than anyone in the country? Because I, I think most people would think, well, there's got to be some equivalent of you in some big city there, there with more people. There probably is. Yeah, yeah, we have heard that we're the largest square footage-wise clinic in the country. Hmm. Um, we've got 9,000 square feet. And you so, are in multiple cities. And we are in multiple cities. We're in Scottsdale. We're up in Idaho. We're in St. George, if any of you go to southern Utah. So we've seen a lot. I've personally seen thousands of guys go through this treatment, almost all frustrated by pills. They want they want spontaneity. Um, they and their spouse want things to work like it did in the younger years. And I think this is the only treatment that treats the root cause problem of ED, blood flow. 
801-901-8000 is the number for the Wasatch Medical Clinic. 801-901-8000. Tell them about the deal you're offering now. Uh, last chance of the day, guys. Call us right now. Free assessment, free exam, blood flow ultrasound. A medical doctor, not a chiropractor, by the way, not a nurse. A medical doctor will sit down with you, go through your situation. Normally, there's a charge. Um, call us now. We'll do it totally free. There's no obligation, and there's no sales pitch, no strings attached. 801-901-8000. That's the number for the Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, thanks a lot. Thanks, guys.